we are going to be discussing a Cavs loss and a Cavs W, a new project that is going to be starting up roughly in two months, and where should you get your haircut downtown? I'm Kevin from Cleveland, and let's talk about it. All right, so we are going to just dive right into this. I've been so excited for this all week. I, it made my week go by slow. You know, like when there's something that's going on on your weekend or whatever, or whatever, someday during the week, and you just keep thinking about it and keep thinking about it. And no matter how hard you try not to think about it, your week just goes by slow because you know you've got something to look forward to. That's what was going on all week with me getting ready to record this first podcast. So very excited. Um, I took lots of notes for both Cavs games that I'll be discussing um, because I watched only two two of the three that have happened so far this week. I know there's a game as I'm recording this tonight, but I only watched um, two of the three. So let's, let's get into it. So... <clears throat> First, we'll be discussing the loss. Let's get the negative stuff out of the way. So, the Cavs lost to the Jazz Sunday. Uh, it was a good game, if you watched it. Uh, you might have noticed a few things. I started watching in the um, second quarter. Sorry, I'm, I'm playing with my pop socket right now. <laughs> if you keep hearing that. Uh, it's it's just a fidget, but <clears throat> sorry, back on track. I started watching in the second quarter because if you're if you live here, it's like the the TV contracts that the uh, Cavs signed. You can't watch the games for some reason if you don't have like a good cable package. Because I use YouTube TV because it's a lot cheaper, and I still get football, so it works out because I like football. And that's all they really watch besides, you know, maybe some HGTV every once in a while because I do like seeing a good house flip. But anyways, um, I couldn't watch the games because I would look up, you know, Cavs, whatever, and it would say unavailable or it was blocked in my location, which is weird because I live down the street from Rocket Mortgage. Uh, so you'd think I would be able to watch the games. But whatever, um, I was just going through things, maybe to try and figure it out. My dad sent me this like this link uh, to try and watch the game, and I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. So I like you know, um, like I got whatever the Apple mirroring is. I did that to the TV, and it worked. But that was only if my phone was unlocked and on the app, so I couldn't like take notes or tweet or, you know, what you're supposed to be doing while you're watching a, like a sports game. So. That didn't work out, so I was like, damn, guess I just won't watch the game. So I was going to have to just basically say, damn, no calves in my podcast. That really sucked. I was really bummed out about that. And then I remembered what they were talking about on 92.3. Every once in a while, you'll hear Dustin talk about it. Uh, if you listen to 92.3, uh, the Bally Sports app, uh, no, not sponsored if you want to. Please hit me up. I'm uh, I'm 100% game. But the Bally Sports app saved my ass. So thank God because I just signed into that on both on my Xbox out in the living room and the Xbox in the bedroom so we can watch it whenever. <clears throat> but 
yeah, so thank you, Badly Sports, for being a thing and making it so easy to use <clears throat> to watch Cavs games. But anyways, um, let's get into it. So the Jazz versus the Cavs, it was downtown. So, man, that would have been such a fun win if it was downtown. But it's whatever. doesn't matter. So I kind of always – I noticed that uh, when I started watching – that love is always frustrated about something, which I guess is a good thing because I mean, he cares, but I also noticed him quitting early on defense a few times in the second quarter. Um, but as the game went on, <clears throat> he was definitely playing for the team. So I just, it was a, it was a quick, you know, Oh, I don't like this. I don't like this because I think love is sucking money out of the team. So I, I'm always trying to find the negative, but I mean, he was, he was playing really well. Uh, well, I wouldn't say really well, but he, he was, he was, he was doing some good stuff. Also, the, I don't know if you know who the, who this guy is, uh, Evan Mobley, I guess he's really good. Um, <laughs> that man is a stud, absolute stud. He is rookie of the month for a reason. He, uh, he made his presence known. And uh, it was very clear. <laughs> he he's a uh, he's a big man. No, he, I mean he's not big, but he's he he acts like he's a big man. He he's fun to watch. But I also noticed that like once the Cavs get in a rhythm, I notice that they lose it like super fast for some reason. I feel like I feel like they're getting in their own heads a little bit almost, where it's like oh we're doing great, we're doing great, we're doing great, and then they realize it and it's like oh shoot, you know you know what I'm talking about like. They'll be doing, you know, like I, I, I'm going to jump forward a little bit, but like last night's game, the Cavs, I think it was in the third quarter. They went six straight possessions without scoring anything and they went down and tried to score. That's where, that's what I'm saying. Like they were doing so well on offense and then they fell off, but then they got back into it and then they finished up the game really strong. So, but yeah, I feel like once they got into rhythm that game, uh, Sunday's game, they just kept losing it, which is obviously why they lost the game. But uh, another guy I want to talk about is this Jared Allen, the one of the best, probably the best center in the East right now. Um, he's really tall, and I absolutely love it. It's great to have some seven footer. Well, he's six ten, but he's seven foot. It's great to have some seven footers on this team that know they are seven feet tall. It is awesome. He is so fun to watch. It's just. I love having seven footers on this team. It's just it's so fun to watch him. Uh but like I don't I don't know if if you were paying attention to it, but like there was I, I believe this was still in the second quarter, maybe maybe third, but I don't know if you noticed it. I'm I'm pretty sure it was the second quarter, but there was a shot that said he took that it was so good, but it didn't count. So I, I just I had to make a note of that. Also another thing that was really really interesting about this team and the new age of NBA where it's kind of hard to draw some fouls because as you saw James Harden kind of fell off for a little bit because his his points went down because he's not getting fouls um and this team something that they do really really well is draw good fouls and I I, I love it it's also kind of like a oh my god really but like it's like they're really good at drawing fouls so <laughs> that is Definitely something that uh, that is a good bright spot on this team, and 
I personally think we are probably one player away from a championship team because it's it's very clear that the, the chemistry is there. Um, maybe it, it, it might be Mobley. Maybe it's Sexton. If Sexton uh, gets healthy and is is a better player, but I think we this this team is probably one one really really good player away from being a championship team. They're a playoff team this year, I think. But I there are some really big dogs out there right now, and I just don't think the Cavs can can pull it off uh, when they're deep in the season. But as of right now, I think the Cavs are one. Uh, one one superstar. I don't really want to say superstar player, but one really really good player away from being uh, a championship team. And like I like I said, like it might be, it could be Mobley because Mobley is a hustler for that ball, man. Like he is no not shy from the transition of offense and defense. He's so quick with it. He will go after that ball regardless. He will put his body on the line for that ball. And I, you got to respect that. But another thing, like, you got to put the ball up when you're under the hoop. It, it just, it pisses me off. And that's that's another thing, like, there with Jared Allen, he's so tall. But, like, I feel like sometimes he just forgets that. Because he, I saw um, a lot of times he's up under the hoop and he just passes it out. And I understand, like, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. But you're seven foot tall. Draw a foul. Go up, go up for the basket, draw a foul. That's what you got to do. You're seven foot tall. They're going to try and do something to you. And I noticed another thing too. It's like Love, there was a point where Love was, um, I'm trying to think. He was under, he was basically going up for a layup. I'm trying to, because I, I didn't mark this down, but I just remembered. He was going up for a layup. And then he did some stupid behind the back pass. I think it, I don't know. I think it was Garland or or it was Garland or Mobley. And I was just so like, go up for the basket, love. You could have easily gotten two out of that. Maybe it, maybe I won if if they drew the foul on you. So I just it, it's it's kind of a frustrating thing to watch sometimes. But majority of the time they are going for the shots. So I do like that. But another thing I really do like is the free throw sound. Like come on, it's beautiful. It's just. It's it's music to the ears. I just, I just I love I love hearing it because this team is very good at drawing fouls and we do make our shots too. So every time they play it, it's it's also like a little um, what's the word I'm looking for a uh, blank in here. It's a I don't know. I can't think of the word, but it's just I I do love the. The sound of the foul, the the foul shots. Um, another thing, I do love the shot, the the sound of the foul shots. It's it's very nice. Um, there's also lots of mismatches with this team because uh, you have three seven footers, and a lot of they they had three seven footers on the floor at one time at some point, and you're always gonna have mismatches with that. You're either gonna have a big man on a little man. Or you're going to have a big man on a little man. You're always going to have your missed matches. And I love it. That's why you need seven footers on this team. And yeah, I love I love tall people. Especially Jared Allen. <laughs> I love him so much. Um, like I said, I, I, I already touched on it. But I'm just going through all my notes right now. And uh, 
Obviously, there is something that made me spark this. But, uh, yeah, Jared Allen is probably the best center in the East right now. Because um, Oh, I remember. Because they, ha- they had a, uh, a graphic up on the screen that said, through six games right now, Jared Allen is one of the best centers. If not the best center. <clears throat> Obviously, he is on the Cavs. So, I think that... He is the best center in the East. But another, I mean, you got to go up for your shots under the basket, but you always got to make your shots when you're on the boundary of that three-point. And we need a three-point shooter really bad. Uh, Yeah, I think Colin Sexton can be that three-point shooter. But as of right now, we need someone to step up and be that three-point shooter. Um, I'm not touching on it yet because I don't want to keep jumping ahead because I'll just start grabbing notes from my, my win against the Bulls. <clears throat> but yeah, we do need that three-point shooter. Um, another thing with the loss is that I noticed that the uh, defense kind of imploded on themselves. Um, and once that happens, they don't have much of a shot. I kind of realized in this game at least, because uh, they they just kept leaving wide open three-point shooters, and they would majority of the time make that shot. And it was just really frustrating because you know that. Once they turned around, there was already a wide open three, and you basically just gave it to them. But they had, I can't remember, I think it was probably in, heading into the fourth quarter. Uh, there, it was only like an eight point lead, but they definitely were still in it. Um, and as you saw, they did get back into it because there was great ball movement in the fourth, and they were just making their shots. They were really getting back into it. Uh, and Seti Osman is low-key game changer in this game. Then during the first during the fourth quarter, because I feel like he just changed a little bit. You know, he kept as you remember, he was uh, very aggressive on defense, and I, when when he had the ball, he was heading straight for the basket, and he did not care about his body at all. <laughs> that that's what I really like about Seti. He's a huge team player. Um, but like this, this team is just fun in general to watch, regardless of the outcome, because they they're just compared to teams we've had in the past since LeBron left have been scrubs, and now we're actually competing for the East. We are, I think, right now we're the sixth seed. Um, I didn't check before the podcast started, but I think we're the sixth seed right now. Uh, Garland is also kind of a stud. I know I kind of just jumped into that, but Garland, Allen, and Mobley are the Big three on this team. But, uh, you know, I, I, I can't say it enough. I really, I just, it keeps coming up. And I, this this team is so fun to watch. They are so energetic. They are so fun to watch. Um, but you really get, just got to stop with your stupid mistakes this game. Um, you got to make your shots. And you got to take your shots when you have the opportunity. Uh, Cavs lose this game by 1, 109-108. And they took on the Bucks the next day. Lost that game, um, but still we're in it. But the Cavs Bulls, I watched the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter. My third quarter, my internet went out, and then I watched the fourth. But this team was so electric, and clearly they got the win. But it's just, it was just so fun to watch. Mobley is just so good. Like the, the the defense overall that night or 
last night was just so good. But Mobley stood out so much. He had five blocks that game. Five blocks. He's so aggressive on defense, and he's so aggressive on offense. And Isaac Okoro is a really, really nice piece to this team. I feel like he complements our three-point shooting, but he also he's just very aggressive when it comes down to getting the ball in the paint, which is also very nice. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry. The behind-the-back pass was against the Bulls, not against the, uh, the, uh, the Jazz. But still, I, I I do believe that Love would, would have done something like that, and he did. Um, Seti had a above-average game in the first half. He kind of woke up a little bit in the second half, but he was taking a lot of shots that he definitely should have made, and he just didn't. So just make your shots. Whatever. I'm not a, I'm not a basketball player, so I, I can't really hit you that much for not making your shots, but make your shots. You're in the NBA. Uh, we own the paint and we don't drive to the hoop is something that I also noticed. Um, like I said, Jared Allen is seven foot and I feel like sometimes he just doesn't want to go up and just put the ball in the basket. So that's an issue. Uh, along with, you know, Seti or Chetty missing some shots, the rest of the team just in that first half was just missing a lot of shots. Um, and they're, they're easy shots too. Like, there was a, a a wide open three that was missed. There was layups that were just missed. It was just it was it was frustrating, but I'm, it, we got the win, so it's okay. Um, and one, another person that definitely helped with this win is my my buddy Ricky Rubio. Um, obviously, he's not my friend. That'd be pretty cool though. If you're listening to this, I'd like to get a beer with you. But he is a good spot on this team. He's that good veteran presence, and he you can make a shot. So I'm, uh, I love him, I love him a lot. But it was a very rough first quarter for Love. Um, he woke up near the end, and Garland definitely made himself known near the end of the first and into the second. He was making shots. He was playing defense. He was doing really, really good job, just all around in that first half. But it was a really, really good start to the second quarter. Um, just good ball movement. Every Everything was just flowing really nice. Nothing seemed too forced, which is a big problem sometimes. It just you're, you're forcing things. But it was just a really, really, really good flow in that second quarter. Um, and if you notice that they were made, the shooting was a lot better last night than it was Sunday and um, Monday. Right it is when they played the Bucks. I think it was either Monday or Tuesday when they played the Bucks. I, I can't really remember, but um, no, because yeah, they played Thursday, so they had ones off. So yeah, so Tuesday they played the Bucks. Monday, uh, Sunday, wait, was it so Tuesday? I think no, wait. I feel like they played the Bucks Tuesday. I can't remember. I'm, I'm getting my days all mixed up. But those days against the Jazz and the Bucks, the shooting was kind of kind of off in the first half, but like then they got back into it in the second. With this this game, they got they were hot early, so they they really started gaining a lead um, early on in the game. So that was very nice. Uh, again, Mobley, good, whatever. <laughs> He's just he was. I'm pretty sure at this point he was getting some some really solid blocks. Uh, I think I watched him take a, the ball right out of, right out of someone's hands at some point. He is just so so fun. 
to watch. I, I I'm probably gonna end up buying a Mobley jersey at some point. Um, and I also noticed that Love was shooting when he shouldn't have been shooting, and not taking the easy shot when he should have taken the easy shot. But he again, he he did turn it around. Uh, Jared Allen was having an amazing game on defense last night, right? Last night or Wednesday? They played Wednesday. They played on the eighth. I keep forgetting today is Friday. The there there was I'm I'm sure there's a lot of times just now where I said yesterday. Today is Friday. They didn't play yesterday, or did they? I'm so confused. Right, because I have my dentist, and then they played. Yeah, so they didn't play yet yesterday. They played tonight, though, so I'll probably end up watching that game. Um, damn, my days are so mixed up. I don't know why my days are so mixed up. Usually, they're on the week. My day when I when I work a weekend, my days usually just are normal. But when I have two days off, it kind of messes with me a little bit. So my bad. Um, but you got to move the ball. You got to move the ball around more. Because um, in that, what was it, that third quarter, which I had talked about, but in that third quarter, offense really, really slowed down. That's where I'm saying, like, they get in their head a little bit because uh, that's when they missed six shots in a row. Um, oh, I also noticed that you know, our, our coach, Bickerstaff, yeah, his head is just as shiny as the floor, and I love it. But obviously our savior, Evan Mobley, ended the drought of shooting and really brought a flow back to things because Garland followed soon after. And then right after that, Allen behind Garland. There we are, our big three. Uh, that's the future of this team right there. I'm so excited to see what this team brings with those those three on the court. It's really fun to watch them. But like I said, lost their net for the third, so I didn't really get any notes on that. But I came back to it, and it seems like Jared Allen remembered that he was seven foot, and he started dunking on fools. I think he had like three dunks back to back. It was so fun to watch. I actually do enjoy watching the NBA this year because they're actually letting them play basketball. There was not a whole lot of fouls, but good thing our team is good at drawing fouls because we got them. But they're just really just letting them play basketball and being kind of aggressive, and I really do like it. Allen really lit up in the fourth, and. He clocked out for the night, so that's when I clocked out as well. The Cavs won 115-92. So there is some big comparisons there. Uh, the Cavs win, and it's a very nice flowing game. Nothing is forced. Everything is going good. Cavs lose, and it's because their defense falls apart, and it's just it's not, not a good night. So Cavs win, defense good. Cavs lose, defense bad. Because I don't think our offense can win games to an extent. Obviously, they, they kind of went crazy against the Bulls. But if our defense is lacking, um, our offense can't really bring us out. Right now, what I noticed, uh, sure, I might get attacked for it. But whatever, do what you got to do. Um, but let's move on from that. And let's talk about the apartments that are going to be going up soon. All right, so I do have a little inside information on this because my company is doing this building. Uh, it is going up right on Euclid. Um, there's a big parking garage right on Euclid. It's by uh, the CVS. I believe this is where this is going up. 
but it's going up right by the CVS in that, that big parking lot right there. Uh, they're tearing the parking lot down and they're putting up an apartment building called City Club. Uh, it will be starting up in roughly two months. I can be with some crazy hours to get this done. I will most likely actually end up on this job at some point so I can touch on it a little more in the future. But as of now, I don't know a whole lot. Um, the foreman of the job doesn't know a whole lot of it either. He hasn't had a whole lot of meetings yet. But it will be starting up most likely in February, and then we'll be working some long hours from there. Um, as I get more information on that, I will let you know. But that was a very, I know that was very quick, because I, I got to um, talk about another thing as well, because there was a lot of COVID news today. Um, but where do I get my haircuts at? I get my haircuts at Refinery, and it is outstanding. It's right on uh, 14th. It's right by the Hannah Theater. The atmosphere in Refinery is outstanding. Uh, they always do really good haircut. I go to Courtney, big Browns fan. But it's it's like a family bond in Refinery. It's very nice. Um, sure, it's an expensive haircut, but if you want your hair to look good, you're going to pay money for it, and I do. So my hair always looks good. Go to Refinery and get a good cut. Um, sometime in the future, I'll bring my haircut artist on, and he will talk more about it. But if you want to go in there, uh, say that I sent you, and they will be pleased to have you in and cut your hair. But let's jump into what I'm a little better at talking about, and that's Browns. The Browns play the Ravens on Sunday. And we're going to be missing a few key players in Jamie Gillian, well, which is fine because he's a punter, so that's okay, whatever. Um, Anthony Walker kind of sucks, but he hasn't really been doing a whole lot, so we'll see if it really affects us. And <clears throat> we're missing David Njoku, and now we're missing Harrison Bryant, which I didn't know until today, and that really sucks. We have one tight end for, today, for, for Sunday. Great. Love that. Don't even know if Schwartz is going to be healthy to play. So I really don't know what the hell we're going to do because we're really hurting on offense. And our the best corner on our team, well, he, he's had his very, very bright spots majority of the time. Greg Newsom has a concussion somehow. I don't what, – what the – what happened between the Ravens game – and the bye week to that, now you have a concussion because I didn't hear anything about it after the Ravens game. And I'm usually, well, I did, I get, I kind of took a week off. So, oops. But I, I, I never noticed anything after the Ravens game. So I don't know what happened with him, but I'm, I'm kind of worried a little bit. Uh, Stefanski in his press conference doesn't really answer any questions, but he did answer if they would, play around with some chunt in the back in the backfield and his answer basically said they're going to try to do something with that which I do like because uh you could do some misdirection stuff with that and you have two of your best players on the field at the same time so there's gonna be mismatches and I love me a good mismatch because you can't stop both of them so you got to try and stop one of them and 
you got to pick who you're going to stop. That means the other person is going to be wide open for something. So it, the season rests on this game, 100%. The season rests on this game. And if you lose, you're done. So you really got to play a solid game. You don't play a solid game, you lose. Season's done. Restart. Baker gets surgery. Um, there are certain things that you're going to have to do. And if you don't do those things, then you're not going to win. Because the Ravens are hurting right now. They don't have any corners. They Their cornerbacks are done. They are to their fourth-string cornerbacks. And if you can't play football against their fourth-string quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield, then get your surgery and be the quarterback I know you can be because I'm a, I'm a Baker fan. I I have tweeted that I'm very disappointed in Baker. I said uh Baker blows like on that Sunday or no, the yeah, the Sunday night game. Baker blew horsecock and I was sick of it. And if he can't play how if he if he's injured and he can't play, then sit him. He's a very good quarterback when he's healthy. But he's he's a, on, the, on the smaller side of the quarterbacks, and I'm sure my dad's gonna be oh he's six foot no he's short for a quarterback okay, and he needs to be healthy he needs all of his mechanics to be a really good quarterback when he's healthy he can be good when he's injured he's not, but the one bright spot on this offense that you can always count on is that that sweet 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 Nick Chubb, and if he is healthy on Sunday and ready to go on Sunday which. I haven't seen anything where he's not, but we might be able to win this game on Sunday. If we win this game on Sunday, then we go play the Raiders on Saturday. And that's fun because I'm going to that game with my lovely girlfriend. It'll be a very fun game. But we win on Sunday. We win Saturday. And then we go to Green Bay. That's a, a, that's a winnable game right now. If we win in Green Bay, if we win out this season, we go to the playoffs. If we lose on Sunday, we don't. Being a Browns fan right now is so stressful. It's so stressful. I feel like this, like, last year we had zero expectations, and then we started winning, and it was awesome, and then this year we got expectations. This feels exactly like 2019 except without Freddie. And, sure, I do. I love me some Kevin Stefanski. He's he's a smart, smart guy, good-looking guy. He's not stupid like Freddie Kitchens was, but he's kind of acting like this This 2019 Browns is making an appearance in this team today. And it's kind of freaking me out a little bit because I feel like we're running out of time here. You know, we got these very talented players and we're not using them. Like, Okay, our offense is imploding because Baker's hurt. Whatever. That's quarterbacks get hurt, players get hurt, stuff happens, whatever. The defense on the other hand should be performing much better than well, they I mean they're performing a lot better than they started, but still, they should still be performing better. You have you have John Johnson on your team who was the fifth rated safety last year in the NFL. And now he's doo-doo dog shit, and I'd rather see Andrew Sandejo on the field. You have Troy Hill, who hasn't done jack shit except pass interferences. And I'm just... I'm sick of it. It's very frustrating. At least our 
you know, defensive front is performing well. You know, Miles Garrett being in second place with sacks. You Clowney's having the best year he's had. You know, it's just our, our defensive front's good. Linebacking core is okay. Jeremiah Usukormo is outstanding. Anthony Walker's kind of a letdown, not going to lie. Um, Grant Dalpitz, this is basically his rookie year, and he's being he's okay, I guess. Obviously, we have to ask the question if this falls on Joe Woods. I don't know. Um, does it fall on players? I don't know. Who knows? Barry better make something happen, though, because you're not going to win games right now with a hurt quarterback unless your defense is really solid and scoring points. Uh, they looked really good against the Ravens that Sunday night. They've, they've looked really good the past couple weeks. It's just the offense can't produce right now because Baker is hurt, and he's just not making some great reads. Offense just offense isn't good right now. I'm not putting everything on Baker because it's not all on Baker. It's on the offense. I, a lot of it's probably on Stefanski too. I just I don't know what's wrong right now, and I really need Sunday to go well for me to be sane. Um, but I'm going to call it there because I feel like we're going to end strong. So thanks for listening. Uh, I know it was kind of all over the place after the Cavs stuff. I'm going to try and keep a little more organized. Uh, thank God we have Browns on Sunday so I could talk Browns for – a decent amount of it. Um, and I will get more information on the city club for you guys. And if you guys want me to talk about something, just let me know and I will incorporate it into the next podcast. So go ahead and follow my social medias. I just put my Twitter, uh, cause that's what you is the easiest to reach me is on Twitter. So thanks for listening. I appreciate it. This has been Kevin from Cleveland and I will see you Next week in the next episode, feel free to DM me suggestions. Peace.